Shalom, shalom, and welcome back to another exciting episode of our continuing Shi'urim in the Sefer Lakute Moran. We have just started the 10th Torah. We last learned the Rebbe taught us that clapping and dancing can sweeten divine judgments and that the greatness of God can be found through the knowledge of God. The Torah was quick to say that this includes converts and includes the non-Jewish world. Continuing in Likutei Maran, we're in the middle of Os Gimel, paragraph number three, V'zeh Parish, and this is the meaning of the verse in Tehillim that says, Gadol Hashem Muhulal Ma'od, meaning Hashem is great, God is great, and there's lots of praise. Kolomar, that is to say, Amosai Gadol Hashem, when is God great? Kishuhu Muhulal Ma'od Misitra Demoisa. When there's lots of praise from the side of death, from the side of negativity, akum. This is referring to the idolaters. Like our rabbis teach in Bresh's Rabbah in the Medrash, Al Pasak on the verse, Vehine Tov Maod, and behold, it was very good. This is referring to the angel of death, that word ma'od, meaning it's very good. So not only is there a recognition amongst the believers, amongst the Jewish people and those that are committed to the Almighty, but even to the other side, to people that are quote-unquote anti-God, chas v'shalom, people that are against religion, people that actively go against the foundational tenets, most notably according to this Torah, the idea of one God, which is the foundational belief of Judaism. Hashem Echad, there's one God and God is one. Those that believe otherwise, that there are multiple gods, the Akum of the Kochavim, for them to say God is great, that's a tremendous level. Kishuhu mehulo mehem, because when they praise him, as I who guddle, this is great. Kihu ikurgdulaso, and this is the main greatness of his. The Amosaihu Mahulam Mehem, and when is it that they, meaning the Akum, the Ovde Kochavim, the idolaters, when is it that they praise him? Beir Elokeinu Harkotsho, the verse says, in the city of our God, the holy mountain. What we're talking about here, this idea of the har, the mountain, is the city of our God. This is talking about a dwelling place for people. Which is the house. If you recall earlier in the Torah, we were comparing the different ideas between a mountain, that was Avram Avinu, and the field, that was Yitzchak Avinu, and the bias, which was Yaakov Avinu. Because this, this house, is more understandable than a mountain and then a field. People understand their house. They appreciate their house. When the recognition of the Almighty is compared to the home, so then there's a greater level of recognition and appreciation and praise. Namely, and that when a person can elevate their prayers from the level of mountain to the level of house, that then, then also the akum, the ovde kochavim, the idolaters, they can understand what's happening as well. As Daika Gadol Hashem. And this is why we use the terms Gadol Hashem, greatness of God. How great is God? God is great. Because this is the main greatness of the Almighty. 
The greatness is that when those that are far from his knowledge really come to recognize how awesome he is, that's a tremendous level. Continuing to Os Dalid, paragraph number four. The Inyan Zeh, regarding this idea, this matter. Through the elevation of prayer from the level of mountain to the level of field, then eventually to the highest level of home of the home, which is the idea, as we saw in the verse before, of the city of our God. This elevation of prayer facilitates a revelation of His kingship, meaning the overseeing power of the Almighty to the lowest levels, including the idolaters. So that also they, the idolaters, the Akum, will be able to have hasagas, have thoughts and knowledge of the Almighty. But there is a caveat. There's an important caveat Rabbi Nachman is about to teach us that we can't just elevate our prayers without an essential piece. What is that ingredient necessary to elevate our prayers to the highest levels? It's impossible, says Rabbi Nachman, to get our prayers to the highest levels possible that will arouse the world of idolaters unless we're doing it in conjunction with the righteous people of our generation. Like our rabbis say in Bava Basra, Whoever has a sick person in his home, go to the Chacham, go to the wise person, and request mercy for him. When we bring our Tfilos to the Tzadikim, they're able to get kicked up and elevated much faster than if we were to attempt these, these efforts on our own. Because the main tefillah, meaning this highest, most powerful level of prayer, is not known to the regular person, but is known to the righteous of the generation. Now, Rabbi Nachman is going to bring up the other side of the coin. Now, recognize that there are haughty individuals. There are individuals that are full of themselves. And they don't want to go to the tzaddikim. They don't want to connect to the leaders of our generation. And they say, I'm able to daven on my own. I don't need anybody's help. I don't need a leader's help. I don't need the help of the righteous. I'm fine on my own. And not only this level of saying, I can pray on my own and reach those levels without the tzaddikim, but also they'll actively prevent people from going to the tzaddikim. They'll tell them that's a waste of your time. You don't need to do that. Maybe we've all heard things like this. And if we're honest with ourselves, really honest and look inside, we've probably said these types of things to ourselves. There is doubt. That's part of the struggle. The Yetzir Hara, the Sitra Achra, the other side, wants to push these things down. Because yes, it is possible to pray on your own. So that opens it up like, oh, I guess I don't need anything else. It's possible, but it does not reach the highest levels. The Iker Hatfila, the highest levels of prayer, are achieved in conjunction with Tzadikim. Point of clarification that I bring up regularly and I will not stop because it's too important. We do not chas v'shalom pray to people. When we talk about bringing your tfilos or connecting to a tzaddik, to a righteous person, we are not at all speaking about praying to that person. Our prayers are always directed to the Almighty and the Almighty alone. 
Tzaddikim are able to help facilitate the travel of our prayers, as we learned in the previous Torah, into the best Shara Shemayim, the greatest gates of the heavens through which our prayers will have the best opportunity to be received. I could build my own house. I can learn how to do it. That being said, if I call an architect and do it with the contractor, the house is going to be much stronger. The same way that we bring professionals into the particular areas of our life, in medicine, in building, in insurance, so too we should bring professionals into our spiritual life to connect to tzaddikim, to call Rabbanim, to include leadership in our spiritual world will give us the best opportunity for the highest levels of spiritual growth. Alehem Ne'emar, on these individuals who discourage people from going to tzaddikim and connecting to them, it is said, the verse says, Hashev Eish literally, return the man's wife. Now what's the context of this pasuk, of this verse? There was a tragic happening where the King Avimelech, the Plishtim king, took Sarah, Sarah Imenu, Avram Avinu's wife, into his home. And for having done this, Hashem punished Avimelech, saying that he's going to seal up every womb until he, quote-unquote, returned his wife. One of the major commentaries on the Kutemaran, the Paparaz Lachachma, he says that the name Sarah, in this regard, name Sarah has the same root as Sar, Sin Resh, Sar means royalty, someone in the royal palace, a prince, a king. This corresponds to the malchus, to the kingship, which as we learned earlier, is connected to prayer. So therefore, when a person prays, he's connecting to the Almighty, which is the king. So we talk about Sara Imenu, who is this level of malchus, of kingship. Sara Imenu represents this tefillah, this prayer. Avram Avinu represents the tzaddik, the righteous individual. So what's necessary, says Hashem, is to return the prayers to the tzaddik, not to Avimelech. Avimelech is the person that's taking the tefillos, the prayers, and pulling them away from the tzaddik. We see the metaphor here. Hashem declares, your world will be much better, your outcome, Avimelech, will be much better if you return the woman to her husband. Meaning, if you return your prayers that you stole, you, Avimelech, who is this Balgaiva, you're the person taking the prayers away from the tzaddik, return the wife to her husband, meaning return the prayers to the righteous individual of that generation, Avram Avinu. On that note, I'm sending wishes for everyone to have the opportunity to connect to Tzadikim, wishing you a beautiful day.